0: You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Put happy face on. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. 6.0.
1: Oh, base I just wish that we could just hug you all, but social distancing will not allow it. Wow, who would have thought that I'm, we'd be here already, okay? I haven't
0: had a good hug in a while.
1: Stay it's, away from me.
0: Come close. Oh, well, I can't.
1: No. I've <laughs> never been more grateful to see a table in my life. Oh. Um, but no, guys, we are feeling the exact same way you are. But you know what? we still got to make the most of it. It still is Friday. The weekend is still coming up, Bianco. And you know what? My plans are very different to what I was going to do this weekend. I was meant to be at a hens, but, you know, I'm fine. <laughs> um, but it's going to be good, and we're going to fill the next two hours with lots of things to get you up and about.
0: Did you say a hens? What yes. a cluck up.
1: Hmm? Oh, well. What was that? I totally missed that.
0: I just made a very bad joke, but that's okay. If you it's enjoy right. bad I'm jokes. I'm sad
1: enough as it is, you can't break me anymore. Although,
0: I could always try. Yep,
1: yeah, that's it. This
0: <laughs> is Chet Faker to get us started. We love a bit of Chet Faker. This song's called Low. Look, I want to know what you didn't see coming. I know it's very obscure, it's very random, but you know how they say it's good to do essential sort of health checkups in different areas? Oh, no. You know? Oh, no. Get your teeth checked, get your eyes checked. What'd you do? Just get anything cheap.
1: Don't tell me you've got another astigmatism.
0: Oh, no. No, 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 no. I didn't see that coming. But it's funny you should mention that word that seems to be coming up a lot on our program, astigmatism lately. Yep. Now, what you may or may not realize is once you get astigmatism, it's very hard to cure it. Yep. Sorry to break that news to you, somebody who's recently discovered they have one.
1: Thanks for that. Appreciate it.
0: But in a amazing plot twist. You plot twist. You wouldn't believe it. So... I went for an eye checkup mm-hmm. during the week. Thought, ah, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get my new pair of glasses this time around. Last year, couldn't really do it. Had the same pair for two years. This current pair I've got right now, broken because of a night out when somebody thought they'd
1: let's not go there.
0: They might be able to improve their eyesight by chucking on my glasses. Didn't go sit down too well. A piece fell off. and So, anyway, I went for an eye test. And it went a lot better than I thought. I've established now whether I am short sighted or long sighted. Oh, good for you. I'm never certain. It's only taken
1: 20 something years. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I am long sighted for those Mm -hmm. who wanted to know. Anyway, you know how you do all those tests? You know, is it clearer with one or two? Two or
1: or one?
0: One or one. Or two. Now, hey, can Bianco, you read that for me?
1: Can you read that top line for me?
0: Um, hard by yet another lock. I don't want to read that.
1: Oh, you're reading actual lines. I only do letters. No, I was reading hey, what I'm- was.
0: We, we have a TV in the studio that actually shows us news stories. I was starting to read that. But...
1: A visual joke. Anyway. Teeming with the theme.
0: It's all about vision. So, when push came to shove and the eye person. I don't know what their role is.
1: Optometrist?
0: No, are they an optometrist? Yes. Okay, let's go with that. (laughs) When the optometrist started talking to me about my vision situation, because, of course, I have worn glasses for, what is it now? What am I turning in a couple of days? 23 years. For 23 years, I've had an astigmatism. I've worn glasses. And... You wouldn't believe it. The optometrist said to me that my vision has gotten better. So you're telling I me I mean
1: you literally didn't see that coming. No, Maybe I didn't. it is, hasn't improved at all. I
0: didn't. I didn't see it coming. What well, yeah, no. Wait, just, so does that
1: mean you're going down like the script in your glasses? Yes.
0: <gasps> so it's amazing. It's almost like your good vision has been sent my way. Yeah, that'd be right, bath- wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> Speaks to a lot of this radio friendship.
0: A sign of the times.
1: Oh, well. Are you also going to get pink Alex Perry glasses? No. It could be like a uniform for the show. I thought about it. Mm.
0: I was going to go down the Perry direction. Really? No. You
1: should have. No. no. I think he only designs women's glasses. But I um, think so. No. That, that's
0: probably a, a dead giveaway of why I wouldn't go down the hell The Kylie
1: Minogue ones would be good for you.
0: Look, I like Kylie, but I wasn't looking in that direction.
1: Oh. Well, that's very good news, Bianco. I am very glad to hear that your vision's improving. I'm not jealous at all.
0: Well, that is a genuine story when you don't see something mm, coming. Literally. Because I had no idea that that was coming my way. And they do say it's good for you to do an eye test every year or two. Yeah. I haven't done one in a couple of years and... Turns out my eyesight's You're a, a lot medical better. miracle. No, look, I wouldn't go that far. That's that's a bit far fetched saying that I'm a medical miracle.
1: You're not denying it, though.
0: No, I'm, I'm not denying it. It's.
1: <laughs> there it is. It's
0: impressive, but it's, <laughs> it's not really stuff that you see in the six o'clock news, is it?
1: Oh, well, guys, his eyes may be improving, but he's just as humble as he always has been. When have you accidentally given away a surprise? When have you been told, don't tell such and such, we're going to surprise them, and then you've absolutely blown it? Because a woman has taken to Reddit this week to tell the story of how her, what would you call them, a home smart smart home device? Is that what you call them? Sure. Let's Um, go with that. Absolutely ruined her girlfriend's birthday, where her girlfriend, who she'd been with for a couple of years- has said, hey, I've always wanted to go to Disneyland Paris. And obviously, they live overseas. They can travel at the moment. So this girl has gone to the effort of booking flights, booking accommodation, and a whole week at Disneyland Paris, staying in the resort, all this fun stuff. And they move house, and they get this smart device in. And they plug it in, and they just start testing and asking it questions. And then this girl goes, hey, da-da-da what am I doing on my birthday to which the home device said, oh, you're going to Disneyland Paris because it was in a calendar that had linked up and completely ruined the surprise.
0: Uh, Technology.
1: Technology.
0: Yeah, look, that's an interesting one.
1: I wish Siri was as good as that. Mine doesn't even know how to set a timer.
0: Disappointing, though, Disneyland Paris, because we all know the best Disneyland is the one in Anaheim.
1: Hey, I I wouldn't go that far, you know. Oh, uh, I would. Really? Yep. Have you been to Disneyland Paris?
0: No. <laughs> Don't plan on going to Paris or Hong Kong, because the OG is the one
1: where go in on tell Anaheim. a story and you wished upon a star and you became the Wizard of Oz. Hey, hey,
0: hey! It wasn't coincidental. All right. They say Walt Disney grants every young boy their dream. Oh, okay, and only young boys. And girl. Young boys and girls. Okay. I well, was speaking from a personal experience, which is why I said young boy, but there's nothing to say young girl or young non binary for that matter. Yep, exactly. To be inclusive of everybody. I wished upon a star and everything oh, he's came true. actually telling the story. Again. Well, I'm, yep. just, I'm just, I'm not going to go to the full extent of the story, but dreams do come true when you visit the Anaheim Disneyland. Yeah. Not at any others. Don't worry about Hong Kong or Paris. you got to go to Anaheim. And none of this Disney World stuff. Because oh, there's a Disney World, a Disney World in Florida. Nah,
1: I hear that um Woody and Buzz are happier in the worlds than the lands. Anaheim. It's a bit more casual.
0: California Adventure across the road. It's just there's a spiritual feeling about it. I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> See, the question I was asking was when did you give away the surprise? We weren't <laughs> bashing on Disneyland, but um, it appears it's taken that term. But yeah, there you go, guys. Oh four oh four triple zero seven three six. When have you blown a surprise? Mm. Or if you have thoughts on um the Disneyland, Disney World saga, you can also chip in on that, I guess.
0: Put a poll up. Can we put a poll? Why <laughs> too are you early?
1: so obsessed with polls at is the moment? Is it too early?
0: Is it a little bit too For early? For someone
1: who has lost every poll we have put up so far, you were incredibly confident <laughs> which, about doing which, it. Which,
0: <laughs> is there any other better Disneyland out there than the Anaheim, the original? Go on. Yes or no? Can though? we put it up? Can we put it on our We're socials? We're not putting it as a I will do it myself then. Go on then. I'm going to put it online. Is there a better Disneyland out there than the one in Anaheim? I, I'm i adamant that that's the best one. I don't care what anybody else has to say. This is The Wanderers. Penny, new Australian music for you for your Friday here on 88.3 Southern FM.
1: Online this week, there's been a very fierce debate As to what are the subtle things that make you Australian? Now, obviously, we know all the real stereotypes. We see it all the time in the media, particularly America. They like to really play on our accent and the wildlife sort of side of things. Really,
0: really poor by them.
1: Anyway, so Australians have taken it upon themselves to just run through a couple of things that aren't as well known to be Aussie. But if you know, you know. It's one of those things, okay? Sure. So, I'm going to run a few past you and then see if you can come up with some. But I want a yay or a nay from you. Okay. First one, things I love about Australian culture, how when you cross the road, cars accelerate, just to remind you what's really important.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that probably happens. That does happen. Not probably, it does happen.
1: Australian culture is running into someone, and both of you saying how you are to each other, but neither of you replying or saying anything else.
0: Right now, how I How are you say, going,
1: mate? That's it.
0: Did you say something? No.
1: Rest my case. Australian culture is running into someone- Oh, that's the same one. Apologies. Oh. <laughs> Here we go- <laughs>
0: That demonstrated that, exactly what you exactly. said, 100%. <laughs> Attention to detail. We pay a lot of it.
1: That was on purpose. Australian <laughs> culture is saying, I hope the farmers are getting this every time it rains.
0: Well, can we make a point on that? Go
1: on then, please Have do. you ever
0: noticed when Lavinia does the weather, in the top right-hand corner, there's a thing that says sheep graziers warning?
1: Yeah. Important.
0: I've always wondered what that does.
1: See, always the extra attention to detail. I don't think Lavinia. it actually means
0: anything bad other than it's just like very windy. There
1: you that's go. That's another way. <laughs> that's Bianca's take. <laughs>
0: another way to put it. Well, I wanted to be the weatherman on this show. Yeah,
1: wanted is the key word there. Um, Australian culture is yelling out taxi whenever someone drops a glass. That's yep. it. Yeah, the that's The whole fair. thing.
0: Yeah, the whole Uber thing hasn't really come on. It's always still just yeah, been taxi. actually. <laughs> you know? You don't hear anybody say, ride chair. It's yeah. taxi.
1: Ride share. Can we start that? That's actually funnier. We sound- Ride chair. Oh, ride share.
0: Oh, he's dropped the glass. Ride chair.
1: We're going to try that. I was going to say try it over the weekend, but I don't think it will get you far. I'm um, always <laughs> the one. One of the things I love about Australian culture is sometimes the nastier the word you call someone, the more they're endeared to you.
0: Yes. Oh, Yes. There's a yeah, a lot of words you could use.
1: Yep, and the last one because I'm obsessed with this one. I love how the Nutbush City Limits is a song by an American about a place in Tennessee, and yet it's Australian culture.
0: Mm, I feel like horses defeats that though.
1: Yeah, but horses is Aussie, Aussie. You know what I mean. Whereas this is it's American. It's about a sweet Caroline.
0: Sweet Caroline comes on top of that. That's fair. That's fair. Hundred percent. You go anywhere and it's yep. Sweet Caroline. It's Nubush gets close, mm-hmm. very close, and Macarena as well. Yeah, I can get stoned in there too. That's
1: true. Have you got any off the top of your head?
0: Australianisms.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yes. <laughs>
1: I love how, just so people are aware, Bianco looks surprised at himself. Yeah, because I remember because
0: I looked over at our producer and this is exactly one that applies to him. Oh,
1: Jack buckling.
0: When you go out the night before and then you, at some point the next day, after midday, get a message saying, hey, mate, can you transfer (laughs) that 65 cents for that straw we got with the mojito last night? Cheers.
1: That's pretty good. That's
0: very Australian.
1: I was going to say also flashing your lights when you're at a red light. I don't do it personally, oh, but have you seen that? Everyone does it and they're like, yeah, it's actually a hack. And then if you flash your lights at a red light, it, um, it hits a simulation.
0: I know it applies a lot when there's speed cameras or mm-hmm. police not too far away Yep. to be nice to you. That's true. Traffic yeah. that are going which way or another.
1: Yeah. Or they're telling you your lights are on high beam. Learned that yeah. the hard way. Whoops.
0: The old high beamer. Hi, Boomer. Mm.
1: Anyway, Bayside, let us know your Australianisms. 0404000736. I think we can come up with some good ones.
0: Yeah, I think we've already came up with some good Mm. ones. I couldn't believe this when I saw this, but the Oxford Dictionary, the people from Oxford, have decided to include a word which they think is very Australian, but Australians don't think it's very Australian.
1: What does the OX say?
0: The OX says, placky is what we call plastic. Placky. Placky. Uh -uh.
1: Uh-uh.
0: I've got some live feedback from somebody that's actually quite close to Oxford, and this is what they think about Placky. Nah. Yeah, that's what I (laughs) thought. She's back. (laughs) Thank you, Queen. Thank you, Queen.
1: How good is it that the Queen holds the line until we need her? Like, the whole time she's been listening to the show, just for that one moment. Nah. All right, Lizzie, calm down.
0: Ah... she doesn't think it was good. I placky? don't think it was placky for plastic.
1: I. It's not that I don't use it. It's the fact I've never heard anyone use it.
0: Never have I placky. I've heard of tacky.
1: I think they've gone wacky. <laughs> what? I don't know. So it's in the dictionary. It's in placky the dictionary. Placky. Saying It's Australian,
0: but only the Oxford Dictionary. Oxford. They've highlighted the fact that Australians call plastic placky. No.
1: The other ones would never.
0: But, like, I don't understand. Why? Why would they do that?
1: Do you think they've just said, okay, um, guys, we don't have enough Aussie words in the new edition. Let's just text an Australian we know what's their go-to word. Oh, placky.
0: Nah. (laughs) No, no. Like, I've never heard that said before. Placky. Like Mm -mm. that.
1: What word do you think should be in the dictionary that isn't?
0: Ooh. So many. They because scared.
1: if we're thinking Australian words, it sounds Aussie, placky, yeah. but there's so many Aussie words that should be in the dictionary, that just aren't.
0: Is T-T-Y-L in the dictionary?
1: Well, that's not a word. No,
0: but it's like, you know, if they're going to put It's placky. also a
1: bit, no, the, the new one that the kids say is, if you know, you know.
0: If you know, you know.
1: Yeah. I-Y-K, I-Y-K. Oh what? Yeah, if is that, you know, you know. Is
0: that new logo? Is it?
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: Oh no, I don't like that at all. Ick, ick. I mean, I know a lot of them are being homeschooled at the moment, but that doesn't give them a reason to come hey, up with a previous like too that. suit. I'm sorry as well for any adults that I have know. to do that. Even the teachers too. No. There are some teachers that enjoy it. There are other teachers not so enjoyable. I just
1: tried to homeschool Jack and how to um, put a number next to a run sheet. That was stressful <laughs> enough. Let alone a whole school day.
0: And he still hasn't recovered. No, nope. well, he never will. Quite frankly, He's scarred for life. That's for other reasons, though.
1: All right, are we trying to make the movement make Placky happen? No. Are we... I actually, we haven't done one of these in a while. Over the weekend, somehow, guys, I want you to insert the word Placky into your Zoom calls oh, or no. in your household. Let's just see how it lands. Please don't. It's like um, finding out if pastas cook. Throw it at the wall, see if it sticks. If it sticks, oh. Oxford's onto something. If not. Go start buying Collins instead. That's. What, Co- Collins' s- dictionary?
0: Oh, sorry. I thought, thought you were talking about someone else then. Didn't know what you were saying. Oh, well.
1: He's cl- you clearly didn't read the dictionary in silent reading and look up rude words like I did in primary school. Wow. Collins' a good friend.
0: <laughs> it appears he would be. <laughs> Carl and Casson here for you Friday on eighty-eight point three Southern FM. The person who's trying to call us. It's I know radio sometimes does involve phones, but um,
1: we um we would love to hear from you. Unfortunately, we don't have the staff to answer it while we're on air, though. So please call back in the break. Um, yeah. speaking of the reason why we can't answer the phone right now is because our producer's on the line.
0: We can't come to the phone right now because he- the lights are off.
1: Oh, they're like, very keen. Oh
0: well, it's okay. I can leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they're doing this while we're live.
1: Yeah, please call back. We'll do it live, right? Because we need our producer at the moment. He can't answer the phone, unfortunately. No. Because listen, you we mentioned before that you hosted a show a couple of hours ago yeah, with our a, friend Tomo. He's a bit
0: tired today. You're a bit tired. Very tired.
1: <laughs> and at first, when we heard that you were actually going to host, we were a bit worried that maybe you would be neglecting your producing role. Mm. And it appears um, that fear has been realised well, because... <laughs> some would argue that I'm actually i um, I'm Captain Planet because I'm saving power, some would argue. No, what's happened is you've no? completely forgotten about us because you left the room in our very well-lit studio. yes. And you've come back in and turned the lights off
0: Hang on. on us. Hang on. Did you say? Turn on the lights off!
1: You literally Pretty forgot much. we existed and turned the lights off on us. <laughs>
0: no, I, I
1: turned them off and I looked at you two and I thought, oh, that's right, you're in here. And, I, and the worst thing about it is it was completely unintentional and you both took it really badly. Now, I don't understand why. I mean, I was just trying to do the right thing. then be power-saving. You know, it's one thing that we're in a surprise seven-day lockdown and then just mm. to surprise, completely shawty. be forgotten about. Are you feeling the love, Bianco?
0: No. No okay. Actually, I haven't for five years. So. <laughs> well, that's but hurtful. Hurtful is not in my vocabulary anymore. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. We're beyond it now. Mm. Okay. So how can we fix the situation really quick?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: Don't let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> Wait, are you going to close it behind me or? No, thanks. That's right. your job. You okay. s-
1: you sit closest to the door. But anyway, yes. Um, Hang listen- on.
0: Let's just say as well, put it on the record. On a Monday morning, he doesn't have any difficulty closing doors. We know because there's a particular time every Monday morning, he gets out that door right there of the studio and goes into another door and occupies that room for about 10 minutes. At least I'm consistent.
1: Mason, <laughs> <laughs> you're done. You're done. Okay. Get you're out done. of here. That's right. enough airtime for you. Please keep the lights on in future and go answer the phone, whoever's calling.
0: <laughs> call back now, he can take then your call. you can call, call
1: Jack, will take your call. there's <sighs> nothing like feeling loved by your producer, is it?
0: Sure, let's go with that. The Olympics. Yes. Tokyo, Japan. It's all happening at the moment. Something else that happened really early on, before the Olympic Games even got underway this year, was the announcement that Brisbane... Uh, Going to host 2032. Correct. I'm actually really disappointed that my pitch didn't get accepted. Oh, gosh. Because I had a really good marketing idea for Brisbane and Southeast Queensland. I,
1: I don't even know if I want to hear this.
0: No, no. I thought this would have actually worked. What? Because they're including all of Queensland in it. They should have called it SEQ32.
1: I actually don't hate that. Yeah. I don't hate that.
0: That was my idea. Yeah didn't hear from anybody. Brisbane's still got the games. Yeah. A big talking point, though, is the Olympic and the. At uh, the Olympica? Uh, the Olympica? <laughs> <laughs> the, See, it's got a the, bit of
1: a European flair, the Olympica. Yeah, uh, the
0: Olympica. <laughs> the, opening in the, clo- <laughs> the opening and the closing ceremony of the yeah. an Olympics. Anastasia doesn't really seem interested.
1: Are you serious?
0: Well, I mean, if you look at the exchange she had with the IOC representative, John Coates, didn't really. It was a very awkward conversation they had a little uh, while ago, a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But somebody that uh, we know very well. Well, we've never had her on the program, but Australia knows it pretty well.
1: Yes, I think I know who you're talking about. I Man, hope I know.
0: I think about 21 years ago <sighs> when Sydney had the Olympic Games.
1: Iconic Nikki Webster.
0: Well, there are calls for her to make an appearance and potentially star in the opening ceremony again.
1: And it would be so rude if she doesn't.
0: Well, I mean, can I just say that she's going to be like five times older than what she was.
1: It doesn't matter. But she does have a daughter that looks exactly like her. Well, this is my point. But then the daughter will be in her 20s,
0: won't she? Well, this is it as well. I think you just need to knock it on the head and say sorry, Nikki.
1: Don't you dare say knock it on the head no, in knock, regards... the, knock
0: the idea on the head. Not knock her on the head and kill her. I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. Oh, my gosh. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. You got the wrong impression there, woman. I <laughs> would not do that to anybody.
1: Nikki Webster, it doesn't matter what year in the Olympics, if Australia is hosting it, she is in charge. <laughs> in fact, I would say Nikki Webster... Has a dance school. She might not she be She was meant here. to be in Dance Moms, and she that got axed, which is tragic, because well, she was yeah. too nice. Um, but why can't she just do the whole thing? Why can't she organize the choreography? Why can't she do the singing? Why okay. can't she just give a nod to her time as the wizard? Oh, she's, she's not the too Moms.
0: old. I thought she was a bit older than that. She's only 34 mm-hmm. right now, at yep. present. So, in 2032, which is, what, 11 oh, this years is away? going to be
1: incredible.
0: So, she'll be 45. Okay, so she can be a key choreographer of the event.
1: And also perform, thank you. So, how old are her kids? I don't know. Now's probably not the time to stalk Nikki Webster, my friends. We don't want to scare off Nikki.
0: Ah, uh, uh, do, do you know what her daughter' name her her daughter's name is? No. Apparently, Nikki Webster's daughter's name is Malaki. Have you heard of that before? I haven't. No. Malaki. Okay. I mean, it's whatever you want to call I your hi- children, apparently.
1: I highly doubt that's how it's pronounced, but... um, Malachi? Malachi. I've got a friend that's got a Malachi, which is pretty... I,
0: look, I'm just saying, this is what's in front of me here. I decided to do a bit of a goggle of Nikki Webster to see her age, thereabouts. She's 34. She'll be 45.
1: I think the young divas should take the stage at the Olympics. No. Reunion.
0: No, no. I have made it quite clear before who I think represents Queensland the best. Who? Shepherd. Yeah. I don't know what the Shepherd family will be doing in 11 years, but if they've broken up because they've had 20 kids between them or whatever and they're busy being parents, I don't care. I want to see him sing Geronimo. Yeah, that's that's, good. that's how the opening ceremony is going to happen.
1: I reckon they should just say, Hugh Jackman, take the stage, do oh, with it no. what you want.
0: Well, actually, in saying that, if he, if he does, I still call Australia oh. home.
1: Brings the house down every time. I think that
0: has to be a feature,
1: doesn't it? Yeah. Well, we'll never forget, it was him, Olivia Newton-John, Nicole Kidman, Keith Urban, and Russell Crowe did it when Oprah was here. It came up on my YouTube the other day. It was a beautiful moment. Before you zipped blind to the stage and cracked his head open, took a bit of a dramatic turn. He's fine, though. He's ready for Brisbane.
0: Okay. Well, um... I think I'm gonna get a break after the whole cracking a uh, head open. I don't know what more That's I can say. That's the second cracking
1: a head open reference we made in the same segment. We're fine. Really?
0: What was the first one? You with Nikki Webster. Oh, I said knocking on the head. I didn't say cracker on the head.
1: We're going to a break. Jeez. Oh, Context is important <laughs> here, people.
0: We're not endorsing vile, 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 vile stuff at all. Uh, it's
1: lockdown number six.
0: Is it? I've lost count.
1: I want to know, is there anything weird that you found out about yourself during these times? Because I, yesterday, had to do, and this may sound a little bit weird to some, but if you're in the retail game, you'll understand. I had to do my third or fourth out of the six lockdown, lockdown closes at work. And where I work, we have a lot of display items out on shelves. We're in an outlet. The roof leaks. You have to cover everything up. And what I have learned about myself during these lockdown times is the fact that I've got a real boot camp energy that comes out when a lockdown does. So the second I get wind that there is some sort of lockdown or there's a press conference happening, I'm into full gear. It's almost like it could be like a new Melissa McCarthy role where I am getting stuff ready and wrapping things up and it's a solo procedure. And I just feel like I've got it down to such a fine art now that like, someone needs to get to my level so we can battle to see who can close a store quicker for lockdown. Like, I just feel like I call myself the um COVID marshal of the store <laughs> because everything's done. And I, I'm just, I was really impressed with myself yesterday at how quickly I got it done. And yeah, I just feel like now that's what I've learned. I've got this real, like not personal trainer energy, but there's something there within the realm of bootcamp PT not military, but like, you know, coach side of things that's come out, which I didn't know I had.
0: Yeah, well, I think I can top that. Go on. There's a lot of energy that goes into what you've just explained, whereas Thank mine's you. very simple. I just feel bad if I leave the house without a pen in my pocket. Oh, not again. It's just a habitual thing now. Like my four pen that I have, I bought that four pen and it means a lot to me now. It's one of my prized possessions. It used to be just my phone and my wallet. And my keys and sometimes my remote control for the roller door in the back of the house that, you know, I was fearful of not having when I go out for the day. But now, doesn't matter what coat I put on, I need to make sure I have my trusty pen because it is important in case I need to write a memo or write something. And I don't want anybody... Else to have touched I a pen that what, I'm going to use.
1: If you bring that pen up again on this show I'm just saying. You're gonna lose a colour.
0: Well, if I do, that's fine. Do you wanna take green? That's my least favourite colour on the pen.
1: Okay, see this is controversial. We're going off topic again. <sighs> I've always been a stan of the green colour. I don't know why people are so hateful towards it. I would argue by far, just from my school years, that red is the inferior colour.
0: Look, I don't mind it.
1: I'm not a Like the I, green's there for a purpose, people use it. Mm. I used to say that when I do my schoolwork and they're like, Catherine, stop writing in green.
0: It's well, really rude. Blue is standard and black's the...
1: Was, no, next. but see, I found I started blue and then when I got to the senior years, it was black and then in year 12, I was like, I actually like blue better and I went back to blue. We're
0: talking about pens if you've just joined <laughs> us. It might seem a you little strange it. for some. You started well, it. You talk about things during COVID times, lockdown times, every time it comes around, things you sort of feel like you've gotten on top of or, you know... Down yeah. pat. I feel like that's what I've got down pat. I I feel bad if I don't have a pen in my pocket.
1: See, I think personally- It's a
0: COVID thing, I tell you. It's, it's driving thing. me mad.
1: Well, it's, okay. I'm going insane. If
0: I'm not insane already, I'm going.
1: Well, I'm I'm really scared that I put out <laughs> lockdown energy this week because I've got oh, my-
0: don't, no. I'm blaming you now well, for you me should. being in lockdown for Be- my birthday. You should
1: because you know what sure, I did? all your fault. I've just seen the light. I have only have help? been doing... I don't think no, we... Jack turned it off before. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, no, I have only really done my Pilates regime when we're in lockdown. Oh, here we
0: go. Next and we're going to start Monday, with the crystals as no, well. No,
1: on Sunday... The Pilates and
0: the crystals. Oh,
1: <laughs> on Sunday, oh. I realized my friend's wedding was in three weeks, and so I rolled out my Pilates mat and did Pilates on Sunday, and I've done it. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Didn't do it Thursday. I was working retail. And then what happened Thursday? Lockdown. I'm so sorry, guys. I feel like this is the second time this has happened. I've done. This is why you you don't work out. It's not good.
0: You know when you're a part of a team and there's always that one person who's different to everybody else. It's Jack in this situation. (laughs) Well, this was amazing. Lights up. Well in in our situation, technically it actually is you you're the weakest link of this in in for what I'm about to go into, so Ooh, he's got to be careful <laughs> so this in this NBA team, there was one really good player who didn't use a particular type of phone, so everybody was using oh, one brand
1: okay. mm-hmm.
0: and were involved in a group chat.
1: Oh, no. This one person... That's so mean. ...was
0: using the kind of device that myself and Jack generally use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is the right kind of device, no. if anybody asks. I'm not going to you go know, into it too deeply, but let's just say Jack and I are Android users, and the one Catherine Powell is not an Android user.
1: I am not, no. I don't understand them. I never will.
0: She is a fruit user.
1: Yeah. Mm.
0: Pretty much. I'm going to put it that way, because it is just like fruit. So anyway, he got outed by his coach and his coach said that if you don't change your phone, as, yeah, like this is workplace bullying. I would yeah, never,
1: like, I would say so too.
0: i never heard of something like this, particularly not in this level. Like, I mean, who makes one of their players switch to that kind of device purely because they can't interact in the group chat properly? Yeah. I mean, I always find it interesting, right, when somebody who does use... The fruit type device sends a message back or like, because you can react. Yeah. When you have an Android phone, the reaction comes back with the message you've sent saying liked. I don't like that.
1: You don't like that? Nah.
0: Because it's not an instant reaction. It's like a not compatible with Android (laughs) reaction.
1: See, I don't like when you guys send us emojis and they look like blobs. It's really creepy. It doesn't happen very often. It does. I don't like it.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. I've never really had that though. I've never really experienced that.
1: No, I have. I'm like, oh, no. And your curly font as well.
0: Curly font, that is one for Android users. Mm. But I don't really get those Android users who use it. I'm a normal font guy.
1: Good for you. I'm
0: very basic. Mm.
1: See, I am not one. And I don't know if you will agree with this. When I get my phone, I don't do any real customizing. Like, I'll change my wallpaper. I normally keep the ringtone the same. Like, nothing really changes, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I changed my wallpaper for a fair bit, actually.
1: Yeah. Maybe... Oh, actually, no. This year, I've kept it the same.
0: Only because mine revolves around my football team.
1: <laughs> so, when it's not a good week.
0: Oh, no. I just change it if there's a good photo. Like, currently, my photo is of um, when one of our good players, and I talk of the team that I support in the mm-hmm. AFL.
1: Allegedly. He has been a bit lippy on Twitter.
0: Oh, Look, are you paying attention to that social media side? Oh, all no, of no, I
1: I just heard um you the other day when you told all of us about how <laughs> it didn't go down too well.
0: I got a lot of support for what I had to say. And then when I went to go say more things last weekend, no support. Oh. There are a couple of likes here and there, but it's not about that at the end of the day. Nah. I'm not about the likes. I'm about the person to person interaction. You know that's what it's all about that's
1: what keeps us doing this
0: fortunately there's not a lot about that and uh, not a lot not a lot about that, not a lot of that happening right now anyway, I'd love to know zero four zero four triple zero seven three, six if you've ever been subjected to something like that, mm. maybe a little newer environment or somebody is new in that environment and yes. they've you know called you out for something. How did it go down?
1: How did it go down?
0: And if you've just joined us as well, there's a poll on our socials that we started early in the first hour, because of course the Friday polls become a thing. Did we get the result or the other poll? We did. Yeah, didn't we? I told you. Yeah,
1: what was it? Arthur won.
0: Post oh, postman Pat was like four. Mm-hmm. Fireman Sam. So people yeah. like postman Pat. This,
1: w- this week, um, Carlos had to do a poll against himself, not me involved, because he keeps losing.
0: Well, I mean, you've never been to Disneyland, so... No, I haven't. You you don't know what it's like to have a wish come true. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: I can tell you that for free.
0: Fortunately, you never will either.
1: Before we wrap up, guys, I want to know, what are the best and worst TV commercials you've ever seen? Oh, okay. Because I don't know whether you have seen what Darren Hayes... Has put up on social media this week.
0: Oh, he's not very happy.
1: He's not happy at all. Now, obviously, he is a member of the very famous band, Savage Garden,
0: Mm. and he's
1: really lived up to the first word in that band name this week, Bianco. Savage. Where a certain food company had approached him and said, hey, look, we love the song Truly Manly Deeply. Why don't we make it? We just reword it a little bit and turn it into an ad. Darren wasn't a fan. And so much so that he decided to leak the lyrics or the proposed lyrics of the ad under the comment, if you knew how much money I turned down and how hard I fight to protect your high school memories. Now, I'm going to just run through a couple of these lyrics for you, Bianco. Mm. And I just want to see whether you agree with Darren or whether you think it was a missed opportunity, okay? Now, it starts off, as the song does, I'll bring you Greek, I'll bring you French, I'll bring you Japanese. I'll bring you Thai, steak from the pub, bring you all the food that you need. Close to your door with every step, I'm outside holding your food. It will be warm. I will be tasty because I'm counting on a real good rating. That's the reason I'm bringing you deep fried chicken. With the chorus, which obviously we know is, I want to na, 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 nah, being. I want to stand with you on a food mountain. I want to float with you in some cheese, insert brand name here, like this forever until more fries rain down on me. Now, if that was your song and you were offered all the money in the world for that to go public, And potentially that being the only thing people will have in their heads about that song for the rest of life.
0: Would you say yes? Nah. (laughs) Nah.
1: Like, it just doesn't even make sense until more fries rain down on me. What? It's almost like musicians now have to have a song that is catchy enough that it could be a commercial, but you're not emotionally attached to it for this exact well, reason. Well, I mean,
0: who could forget when we we brought you yeah, this? We presented in Mentone only in Brighton. Remember when I we did our own version of Malibu? We did.
1: Actually, Carlos, I did one show in Mentone. The studio was pretty broken. Yeah. But
0: I convinced you to come back. You know what's so funny about yeah, this? This is like two or three years old.
1: No, the fact that even the, today I came in and said we should sing the Truly Madly Deeply. And then it's when you hear audio like this, you're like, we should never sing again. Remember,
0: listen to this. I never thought anyone here could sing, so we only spoke. That's fair.
1: Except for Mark Holden, that one. Oh, don't stop me on that! Without me, <laughs> don't I felt spoke Idol, and I just don't understand. Oh, so now I'm really but here un- we
0: go. But here, but here I sit. See, across, across the, the table, table from, from you. you.
1: My fear is at some point, studio. someone's going to find that. But Definitely we're in
0: blue, we're in blue.
1: In Bayside. Bay
0: this was so good, wasn't it? Four to six. six.
1: Everybody. In, in Bayside. Bay Friday, Friday afternoon. afternoon.
0: And Monday mornings now, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. We've progressed. We've come a long we, we watch are. the sun go down every Friday when we're off. Oh, okay. yeah, okay. okay.
0: See, this is what happens when you create a parody. It never ends well.
1: And it always just pops up. You just never know when it's going to be there. I wasn't ready for that. I'm nauseated. I'm sorry, Bayside. Like, you definitely didn't know it was coming.
0: Drive with Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.